Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kermitzos. In January 2019, I did a Facebook Live series inside our private Facebook community called Plan Your Big 2019. Over five days, I talked about simple steps that you could take to ensure that you had your biggest year yet in business. I'm bringing those audios of those videos out of the privacy of our group today and onto the podcast for two big reasons. Number one, because each of these concepts that I'll be going over in these next five weeks on the show are truly timeless. It doesn't matter what month or what year it is, you can easily come back to these steps and get yourself refocused and moving towards what you want in an intentional and productive way. And number two, because this is typically the time of year when we realize that life has just sort of happened over the past few months. We're far away from the days when our heads and our hearts were in the juice of envisioning what it is we really wanted to create. Whether we find ourselves just a few degrees off of the course that we want to be on, completely off track, or maybe even totally clueless as to what the hell we even wanted all those months ago, this will be a universal reminder to reset. Each of these episodes were made to be quick and actionable so you can get what you need, put the concepts into action, and see results. One quick little note. Because these were done live, I'll give you the heads up that you're gonna hear a little bit of real life in the background. Perhaps a bird chirping a little bit, perhaps a little bit of wind as I'm walking, but I promise you, I did the best that I could to make all of those things as non-distracting as possible because the concepts are what are so important. Now, if you realize as you go through this series of shows that you are farther from your big goals than you want to be, or that you simply want to move forward more efficiently and effectively and more joyfully in the direction you want your business to go, then let's see how I can help you as a coach and strategist. I've opened up a few new spots for short-term private coaching clients, and I'm ready to help you. This could look like a three-hour intensive to get you unstuck from where you are right now, maybe a power day to get you fully charged to move ahead, or even 12 weeks together to really jumpstart you into your vision. Whatever it is you need, I'm here for you. You can fill out a quick application to work together at bizwomenrock.com forward slash workwithkatie. Now, you might be thinking, Katie, we're already four episodes into this series and we haven't even talked about marketing yet. You're right. And that's because I believe in purposeful marketing, which means that we don't even approach any sort of action plan until we've decided what we want. Because otherwise, we waste a bunch of time, energy, and money on actions that may not even be ideal for us. So on today's episode, I'm talking about creating your purposeful marketing and action plan. This is such a big one, girl. There's so much good stuff to cover. I'm giving you four steps to go through to put together a purposeful marketing and action plan. And yes, the fourth step is a massive brain dump on all the sexy marketing strategies you could ask for. Just a little side note that I left in a few of the questions that were asked on the original Facebook Live because they are questions that perhaps you may have and I want you to be able to hear the answers. So here we go. Today we are going 
into, as I mentioned, the sexiest part of business, which is marketing. This is the part that is always talked about. This is the part that everyone has a solution for. This is the part that every single business owner I know, this is where they want to start with business because it's sexy and it's fun. And it's where you see results and money and all that sort of stuff, right? Marketing. Today, we're talking about creating a marketing and an action plan, okay? And I have heard from many of you, why is it day four and now is the time, the first time that you're talking about marketing? Isn't this really where we should start? And the answer is hell no, because <laughs> you can tell I'm a, little, I'm a little opinionated about this. The answer is because if you step into marketing and you move forth with marketing actions without doing the work that we have done for the past three days... I promise you, you will waste a lot of money, a lot of time, and a lot of energy and not see the results that you want because you cannot do marketing. You cannot take actions without knowing the foundation of inside out what you really want and where you really want to go and what is really what you're moving towards, right? So um, with that in mind, I really want to start by saying this. I don't believe that there's one way to do business. I believe even same people, same businesses, same industries... There's so many different ways to be able to do business and so many different types of marketing strategies. So what I really want to go through today is I'm going to go through basically like the four steps I take with every single client of mine who is interested in getting more clients. And so that's what we're talking about. That's the angle that we're coming at this with, which is the lens of client acquisition, more customers, more money, you know, as a uh, result of more customers, as a result of serving more people. So let's just dive into this. Number one, who is your low hanging fruit? When you're clear about what you have to offer, who around you do you know who actually has that? In the offering session that we did a couple days ago, we really talked about like once you actually brainstorm about those features and the benefits and who it's ideal for, I promise you, you more than likely start thinking about certain people that you know around you, certain people who have asked you questions about your services. I promise you, you probably have emails of inquiry in your email inbox about what you do. So before you start building out something giant, ask yourself, who do I have around me who has expressed interest in what I have already or who I already know who would be interested in this, okay? And the funny part is, is that most of the time, let's just pretend that you have a program and you want five people in your program because it would be success, like that would be a good number, right? I mean, instead of create spending so much time and energy and dollars and all that sort of stuff to get out there to the world, do you think you can find five people? Do you think you can spend your time and invest your time and energy into building relationships with those people to make sure that they know about what it is you do? You know, when we're talking about like efficiency of time and where to put your energy so that it has an impact on your business, that's one thing to really think about. So number one, low hanging fruit. Who do you have around you who you know needs what you have or has expressed interest in it already? Number two, strategic partners. Who else talks to the exact person who is perfect for your program or your service or your product, right? Who else has that audience? And start looking around and asking yourself like, okay, how can I create a, a partnership with that person or that brand? Because they're talking to the exact same person I am. This is when you see like referrals are so popular. Uh, I know Karen Rowe is in this community. Karen, I don't know if you're watching right now, but Karen was featured on the Biz Women Rock podcast not so long ago. And she talked about like a marketing strategy for her are referrals because she has people who talk to on a consistent basis, the same 
customer that is ideal for her program. And so she's constantly in communication with that referral partner so that they keep her top of mind and she has a referral fee and she considers that part of her marketing budget. So ask yourself, who do you have around you? What strategic partners do you have? Who else is talking to exactly who you want to talk to? And what sort of programs or agreements can you guys create together? Sometimes, you know, in the online world, you see this people doing webinars together. So it could be just like, Hey, that person over there has the exact person I want to talk to. So we do this webinar together. We share revenue on all of that sort of stuff. So ask yourself strategic partners, who do you have around you? Okay. Number three, where is your customer? I am highlighting this as a bullet point in and of itself, because this is often a question that we do not think of. So you've done the work to figure out who your ideal customer is for whatever offering that you're creating. But now the question bears, where are they? Because before we go to step four, which I'm going to get into in just a second, and before you create like that sexy social media strategy and that, and that paid advertisement, really ask yourself, where are my customers? There, you know, you guys know I'm a big advocate of Facebook groups, obviously, but there are people who come to me who are like, I know I need to start a Facebook group. And within just a couple of minutes of asking who their customers are and where they're spending their time, I'm like, no, you don't need to start a Facebook group. As a matter of fact, your people aren't even on Facebook. As a matter of fact, your smart marketing strategy is in your community going around and talking to people. Like that is a marketing strategy that doesn't seem nearly as sexy as a Facebook group, right? So you really want to ask yourself the question, where is my customer? Okay. And be honest about that because that's where your marketing strategy really starts from. Okay. I'm going over the final one. And this is, this is really like the meat. Okay. Those first three steps are necessary for you to go through before you get into step four. But step four is the sexy part. This is what I'm labeling as literally everything else, everything else. (laughs) This is where you get into webinars, contests, email marketing, podcasts, content marketing, Instagram ads, Facebook groups. I mean, I could go off forever and I'm going to, I'm going to bullet point a couple of these for you. But the core component that I want you to understand is that it is not about choosing one of these and going with it. It is about based on the work that you've done on who you are and what your offering is and where is that customer, you're going to then have a space for creativity to say, awesome, that would be a fun strategy. And that's the key component that I really want to drive home today. When it comes to marketing, so many people come to me and they're like, they're terrified of marketing. They're terrified of that marketing strategy of really building that out, especially when it comes to social media. We have gotten into a space of thinking that social media is the entirety of marketing. And it's just a piece of it, you guys. So they're terrified of doing that. They want to put that on somebody else. They want to delegate that and pay somebody to do their marketing. And that's awesome. But here's the thing. And you absolutely can do that. I absolutely have people who have done marketing for me in the past. But at the end of the day, you are the CEO of your company. And at the very least, if you have a marketing strategist, you should absolutely be part of that conversation and that strategy creation so that it ultimately meets the needs and answers the questions that you have asked yourself on that foundational level of what do I really want? Where do I want to go? Right? What, what results do I want? But what I want to circle back to is that for me, and by the way, I never really considered myself a marketer. This is the fun part. This is where you get creative. This is where like, I look at this and I say, okay, I've got, I'll give you this example. So last year when I launched the meditation for women podcast, I literally 
I got really clear. What is it? What are the features of benefits? What are, who is the perfect person to listen to this? And I didn't have a price for it. It's totally free. And so it was like, okay, how can I get this out there? You know, I knew what I wanted from it. I had bigger goals from it, but my immediate goal was just to build an audience. So I loved that space of getting really creative of what can I do? Like, how can I have fun with this? How can I get it out in creative ways? And I literally just spent 10 minutes brainstorming on, oh, I could do, I could be on this person's podcast. I could pay to sponsor all of those podcasts because they have my exact audience, right? Talk about strategic partnerships. That's me paying and doing advertising dollars deliberately to get in front of an audience. I could do these types of ads. I could partner with other people who have thousands and thousands of people on their email list who's exactly the woman that I want to talk to for this. I can do a contest. I did a contest to help people share it and love it and subscribe to it. Like That's where I think a lot of creativity is, and it could be really fun, okay? If you see it as that, if you see it as creative ways to get the word out there, creative ways to market, and you don't let it be the end-all, be-all, this is the only thing, and it can only look like this, And if it doesn't go exactly according to plan, I'm a failure. Like that just needs to get out of your vocabulary, okay? So I'm gonna literally bullet point all of these different types of everything else's that I've put in this category. And how I want you to look at these are according to the answers to your questions, which are who am I? Like, what is my package? What am I trying to do? How am I trying to mark? Like, how am I trying to get the word out there? What do I want people to do? Who is my ideal customer? You can take any one of these strategies and say, bing, 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 that would be a cool one. Or if I label something that's more general, you could be like, yes, that would be a really good idea because this is how it would then serve my goals. Okay, here we go. Contests. I'm a big believer in contests. I love contests. You guys see me doing contests in here a lot. I love contests because it gets people excited about something and you have the opportunity, depending on like, here's what I should say. I don't believe in giving away stuff. I believe in giving away freebie stuff that directly relates and supports what you're trying to do. So if I did contests and I were just giving away like an iPad, like that doesn't serve me. I want to give away my time because, and I'll do a lot of free 25 minute strategy sessions because for me, it's a, it's a triple win. Okay. It's a win for you because you get some free time with me. It's a win for me because I get to really deeply know my community members at like, I, I get the opportunity to say for a lot of people, Oh my gosh, cool. This is great. I get to know you. And therefore I get to know the community at large. And number three, it gives people a touch point of what it's like to work with me. So it's an immediate and very authentic way to fill a pipeline. So ask yourself, if you're doing a contest, A, what can you give away that would lend itself to your product or service and is and has that triple effect, like is, is a win-win-win for everyone, right? And B, like I have a friend who gives away her books. Like she is a ch- children's book author and she gives away packages of her books And that makes perfect sense because once people love them, they're either then going to go buy more or they're going to give them away to friends as gifts. Like it's such a great way to be able to give away stuff. And then just think about what fun creative contest you could do. What do you want people to do for you? The rule of thumb in contests is make it super simple because it is the most challenging thing is not only to get people's attention, but now you're asking them to take an action. So make that action as simple as possible. Okay. So contests, um, number two, Content marketing. Okay. So (laughs) this is podcasts, blogs, vlogs, you know, YouTube channel. That's a vlog. It's content. It is content that you're constantly putting out there. This is a long-term game that I have with my podcast with both of them, actually. 
my podcast, both Biz Women Rock and Meditation for Women are a very deliberate and powerful content marketing piece for me. It's such a great way for me to, for free, give awesome content, give really great interviews, really great insights, give really great strategies via the Biz Women Rock podcast, via the meditation podcast, free meditations. Oh my gosh, like full-blown meditations, uh, guided meditations that you can access. And the, the idea there is as a content marketer, you're building up trust. You are scaling your trust factor. That's the best description I ever heard anyone say as far as like, what is the benefit of a podcast? But I would say that this is true for any content marketing, especially if you are in a service-based business, especially if you have a high ticket price, any sort of content marketing scales the trust factor, meaning you don't have to have one-on-one conversations with a hundred people But if 100 people listen to your podcast or they read your blog on a regular basis or they're watching your YouTube videos, they now feel like they know you. And so by the time they're calling you, they're already ready to do business with you. You don't have to like lead, you don't have to lead them into multiple conversations in order to give them that opportunity to get to know you. So content marketing, I love for that purpose is that skills your trust. Okay. But content marketing is a lot of work and it's a long-term play. So just keep that in mind. Okay, number three on this, freebies. And this just kind of like lends itself to the funnels. So um, you all have heard funnels, like especially if you have an online business, you know, the idea of having a freebie that leads to the next thing, that leads to the next thing, that leads to the next thing. So that's just a whole nother, the whole idea of a funnel. That's a whole nother marketing tactic that is really powerful depending on what it is you're using for or what what it is you're using it for. Dana Malstaff of Boss Moms was on uh, the Biz Women Rock podcast last year, and she literally goes through the anatomy of a funnel, and she actually has a downloadable uh, that she has that you can get the link for in that episode, and it literally like is a beautiful diagram of the step-by-step, right? That being said, that's not the only way to do it, but it is, it is a constant of like, what is the freebie? How does that lend itself to the next paid thing, to the next paid thing, to the next paid thing, okay? And that, too, is about relationship building, Email marketing. I mean, so powerful. So building your email list, constantly communicating with your email list. This is another way of content marketing, basically. And so there are really great ways to be able to build an email list very intentionally. Look, when it comes to email lists, it's all about quality versus quantity. And that was not the, that was not the case not so long ago. You know, the bigger list you had, the better, even if no one ever answered, or even if there was a low open rate or a low click-through rate. You could have a hundred people on your email list, but if you're getting, you know, like a 60 to 70% click through or click through rate, like that's good. You know, that's really good. So it's all about having a quality email marketing plan, direct mail. People forget about this, like actual things that are sent to somebody's physical address. Direct mail is awesome and it does work. I don't, I would never say go throw your money into it and do it until you really decide like, is that the best spend for you? Cause that can get costly, but I mean, if it works for you, it works for you. Let's see paid ads, Google AdWords, Facebook ads, Instagram ads. I've been um, toying around a lot with Instagram ads for my meditation podcast. And it's so fascinating. They give you some really interesting insights and statistics. So it's just been like a really cool experiment for me to see if that's impacting the downloads of the meditation podcast, which it is, and how I can tweak that and all that sort of stuff. So ads, I would, you know, everyone says like, oh, have a X percentage of a part of your budget for paid marketing. You know, like if it is appropriate for you, those are awesome things to play around with and to experiment with. 
Speaking, speaking is marketing. Whether you're getting paid to speak or you're speaking for free, it is such a good way for people to get to know you, love you, and then want what you have. That is what marketing is. A booth at events. What events are happening around and can you become a sponsor? Can you have a booth? Can you be there belly to belly with people, with your potential customers? Heather Robertson Devine does this a lot. She is really good about taking her book sales tour books all around the country to all the different conferences that are appropriate for her industry. And that has a, not only led to a lot of book sales, but B it's led to a lot of really great strategic partnerships. Oh my God. You can hear my birds too. Thank you. I can't lean back right now. Okay. Uh, just a few more, um, testimonials and features. I specifically have this as a, as a marketing technique, although you may not see it that way, but I do. Cause I think that you can actually, cause you can use testimonials and features as a part of your marketing. So it's a really great way to say, Hey, here are people who have had an impact from what I do, what I sell, what I'm offering. And so it can be a really powerful part of your marketing and a way to market webinars. Somebody, the reason I'm highlighting all of these is because it can be, it can be really easy to get into a headspace, especially if you're in the online business world a lot, or at least you're seeing what's there in the online business world. It can be really easy to say like, Oh, webinars are dead or, Oh, email marketing. Isn't that important anymore? Right? Cause we've got social media. The fact of the matter is all of these ways of marketing are still viable, but the question is, is are they right for you? So that's the question that you ultimately have to answer. And that's only answered according to what your foundational desires and wants and strategy is. And then ultimately, lastly, social media. And that is a giant, giant bullet point. Okay. And some of these things overlapped with different strategies that you would execute on social media, but there are a gazillion social media strategies, creating a Facebook group, having a Facebook page, having that fa like specific strategies for each of those types of platforms, Pinterest, Twitter, I mean, a gazillion and one ways to market on each of those platforms. And again, it's all about you and what your intentions are and your desires are. The one thing I will say about social media strategy, and I have to say this quite a bit to my clients and members of the community is if you don't put the pressure on yourself to have to be everywhere on social media. I mean, you want to be, that's, I don't want to tell you that you, that that shouldn't be a goal, but if you hate Twitter, go spend your time somewhere else where you actually really love to be right now, especially as you're like really putting the stuff out there and you're, you're perfecting your social media marketing strategy. I hate being on Twitter. I don't love it. I hate being on LinkedIn. And you know what? There are a lot of business women on LinkedIn. I don't like being there. So I'm not there. I have my podcast producer make sure to post my podcast there every week because I want to make sure that I'm visible there, but I do not enjoy being there. So I'm not going to spend my energy there. So you can go an inch wide and a mile deep on the specific social media platform that you really enjoy and then expand from there. For the Meditation for Women podcast, I very deliberately chose Instagram um, because I felt like, hey, I know I'm over here at Biz Women Rock on Facebook. Let me just let me just start testing and playing around with Instagram. And it's been really cool. And that's where I am. It's just been really neat getting to know that platform very well. And then I can expand from there. Okay, you guys, those are, that's like the everything else bucket. And there's a lot more other than that. But I really just wanted to be able to give you that as a brainstorm so that if any of these sort of like really piqued your interest, look into them and give yourself grace to say no to what doesn't work right now with your strategy. I'll give you this example. Like I really need and want to do some more email marketing. You know what? It's not the right time right now. It's not the right time for me. I am, I'm a big focus person. So like 
what I tell myself is like, okay, Q2 or Q3, I can then focus on my, my email list building and my email marketing. Right now, I'm not ready for it. There are other things that are a hell of a lot more important to me. So you know what? Email marketing, not on my list of priorities. So really take a look at and choose from all of these options that you have for marketing and decide what it is you that is your biggest priority. And then actually we get into action plan. Create a 90-day plan. Like look out for 90 days. I'm a big believer in sprints, you guys. So you might have just, we might've been talking about like, where do you want to be a year from now? We might be talking about the year of 2019, but at the end of the day, it comes down to what are you doing now? What are you doing now in the next week, the next month, the next three months? And that's all I really focus on. I will take some of those bigger goals and I'll put them out as like, okay, I'm going to start that in Q2. I'm going to start that in Q3. But for the most part, it's like, what is my focus now? And how am I marketing now? And how do I then need to put that in my calendar and make it real for me to do? I think I talk about this here, which is, you know, everyone gets into like the planners and how do I organize myself? How do I make sure I'm doing what I need to do every day? Like, find what works for you. Mine is constantly changing and evolving. So find what works for you now. Take all of these marketing strategies that are appropriate for where you want to go and start putting them onto your calendar, onto your planner and give yourself uh, an idea and a structure of how you need to move forward with them. Okay. All right. You guys, that was creating your marketing strategy and your action plan. Debbie is saying, I really love that you are encouraging us to be where we want to be. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, why the hell are we in business? The funny thing is, is that there are so many people who literally, I literally just have had this example. I had a couple of friends purchase like marketing blueprints, right? Like follow this thing and it will, this is what you need to do for marketing. And that's awesome. And they're, each of them are awesome. They're great. But if it's not for you, it's not going to work. It's not, if it's not like the best thing and you don't already have the audience or you don't already have this, or that's not in line with where you really, what you really want, you're just doing it because everyone's jumping on board to that particular marketing blueprint. It's not going to work. You're not going to get the results. You might get better results just getting low-hanging fruit. If you launch this whole thing to get 10 people in a program, and really you have 10 people probably in your circle of influence that would easily say yes, where do you think your time is best spent? Hey, girl, I see you. I know you have been working so hard to grow your business and to grow a business that means something to you and to grow a business that supports the lifestyle that is important for you to live. And I know that it has been a challenge. All of the good things have come with all of the challenges. And I also know that you're not alone. You have support available all around you to help you along this journey, to help you make it a joyful journey. Because guess what? It never ends. There is no end point in this business game. If you are ready to make some serious moves in your business, if you need a shot of strategy and support and accountability in order to get you to where you want to go and in order to manifest that big vision that you have for your business and for your life, let me know. I'm here to support you as a coach and strategist. You can fill out a quick application to work together at bizwomenrock.com forward slash work with Katie. I've opened up just a few more spots over the next couple of months for clients who are ready to make a move. It just takes a few minutes to fill out the quick application at bizwomenrock.com forward slash work with Katie.